Today we're kicking off a new feature here on Austin Hellenic Radio, an interview series with key personalities of interest to the Greek American community. Joining us today is University of Texas student filmmaker Drew Xanthopoulos. And Drew, before we discuss your work as a student filmmaker, I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about your background. What brought you to UT to study film and what influenced you in deciding to study film? Sure. Um, I studied at the University of Florida in anthropology and my last year there got interested in documentary filmmaking all of a sudden and on a whim when I graduated I moved to the Bay Area um, and got involved with filmmakers like Les Blank and Emiko Mori and fell in love, absolutely fell in love with filmmaking and I uh, was there for about two years and after that moved back to Montana where my family lives and uh, lived in Missoula, Montana for another year in commercial photography and about that time I thought that uh, film school would be good, getting an MFA would would be good. So I yeah looked at a bunch of schools uh, and ended up choosing Texas uh, over LA and New York because I wanted to stay out west. I felt like Texas was the closest thing to being out west still and I'm just sort of in love with this part of the world. So. Um, so yeah, that's how I ended up here. Tell us about the films which you have worked on so far. If I'm not mistaken, you've already been involved with five short films? Yeah, um, the program, your first semester here, you do a uh, documentary. The first year is basically boot camp. You do documentary, and then the first semester, and then you do a short fictional film your second semester. So first semester I did this sort of experimental documentary film. I met this young, this young boy in the middle of nowhere, Texas, total uh, serendipity met him and ended up sort of doing a portrait of him through his imagination. He was, I met him and his father was giving me a tour of his ranch and I noticed that the boy, this is like in September, the boy is dressed up in like a Robin Hood costume basically and, and I go up to him and I said, Jack, what are, you, what are you all dressed up for? And he's like, oh, well, I'm Robin Hood. And I said, oh, okay. And he's wearing this golden medallion around his neck and, and I, I, get, I, you know, I understood the bow and arrow and the green cape and all that. But the gold, the gold medallion, I didn't understand the purpose. I said, Jack, what's the, what's the gold medallion for? And he looked at me like it was the stupidest question you could ever ask someone. Uh, what he wore was purely ornamental. There was no functional purpose to it. So anyway, it was pretty clear that he was sort of in his head all day and had this, all these stories going on in his head, so we ended up bringing one of them to life. So that was Western Brothers' Adventure Story, which is my first film here. And the second one was sort of a thriller that we did very quickly. It was shot in three days under a lot of pressure in the second semester that you're here. And after that, I did some exercises, just sort of experiments in, in one-take films, sort of not editing, leaving the camera on the whole time and having everything executed sort of like a dance, uh, timing-wise. And then um, most recently I did a shot of film in Montana, a 20-minute uh, short film set in the wintertime, sort of a period piece. And it was kind of an experiment in filmmaking. project I'd planned on doing when I was driving up there fell through literally two weeks before we were going to shoot. And at the very last minute I wrote that film. And it ended up being, like I said, an experiment in filmmaking. So we'll see how it does. And that film is the finale? Yeah, that's right. One common theme that I noticed when watching your films is the human element. Uh, it seems to be present in all of your films, and you seem to focus quite extensively on the human subject in uh, all of your work, ranging from the protagonist with hemophobia in Georgie to the young boy you were just talking about in Western Brothers' adventure story. Tell us more about your interest in the human subject as a protagonist in your films. 
I, I think um, I'm really interested in internal struggles in, in my films. The, the thing I'm writing right now, which is my, my thesis film, is exactly about that. It's about someone in which all of their problems are inside of their head. In fact, their world really isn't that bad. But inside their head, uh, it's kind of a storm. And dealing with that and how that comes out in your environment, I just find that interesting. As an as an artist, as a writer, uh, you tend to be in your head a lot, so it's kind of you can, it's you can it's relatable to write about subjects whose struggles are also internal, and eventually how those internal struggles come out in the real world, in the external world. And it seems that you were influenced by your previous academic background in anthropology as well. Yeah, I don't think it was a long shot to go from a subject where you're interested in understanding the human condition, uh, going from that to, it's just a different medium in my opinion. In anthropology, you're writing, your audience are other academics, and you're writing about the human condition in a very particular kind of language. In filmmaking, especially in documentary filmmaking, it's the same thing. You're just writing to a different audience using a different medium. And in fictional writing, I think you're doing the same thing. You're sort of maybe uh, speculating about some conclusions you've made about the human condition, how people are. I think they're very complementary to each other. Narrative film, to me, is exhaling, is sort of telling the world everything you've sort of, something you've figured out about them, maybe, or, or posing a question about something you think about how people work. And documentary is inhaling. Documentary is sort of taking in something about the world and showing people that. So I think they're very complementary like that. Tell us a little bit about some of your other projects as well. You did talk a little bit about Western Brothers Adventure Story, and you also did discuss your most recent film, The Finale. You've also made a few other films as well. Exercises that I did, uh, one of them is called Me and Tom, and that was sort of an exercise, and that was a, one, a long take exercise, so it's kind of about a guy that he's at a bar and he's drinking, he's drinking a lot, and what he wants to do is uh, woo this, this girl at the bar. Um, and his strategy is, you know, his best friend basically at the bar is the jukebox. So I mean, to get the courage, to muster the courage to go up and talk to her, he goes up to the jukebox and changes the song. And uh, he does it by unplugging it and resetting it basically and picking up a new song. So it sort of resets his, his hopes. He sort of, he thinks that the jukebox turns on and off, then life will reset and all of a sudden she'll see him differently. Approaches her every time. And he fails. And the other film, the other films I've done, uh, the f first film I done, uh, uh, first film I did was a little piece called Watch, and it was all using still photographs, and that was again very much an internal struggle. It was uh, someone who's a people watcher, and it was sort of his internal monologue of why he watches people and how they enjoy being watched. But he's sort of, again, very much a theme in internal years working in characters' heads. Who or what were some of your influences as an aspiring filmmaker? I think when I, especially when I first started here, a uh, Hungarian filmmaker by the name of Béla Tár was a big influence, I think, in terms of how patient his films are. Um, I think actually on a DVD it says, uh, Cinema of Patience. They're very immaculate and every, I should say, the first instructor I ever had was an experimental filmmaker and at, back at the University of Florida. And he told me at the beginning, at the first class we had, he said, I should be able to stop your film at any point, and you should be able to tell me why that frame is there. And it was that kind of, it was that attitude, that philosophy that I think guides my work to this day. And that's what I adore about Béla Tarr, is that everything he does is absolutely immaculate. It seems, I think, if you're 
uh, untrained with that kind of cinema, if you're used to sort of Transformers 2 and uh, Armageddon, all those kinds of things, it'll seem very slow. But th- there's a beautiful dance-like elegance to his pieces, and um, I think that, and also very deep philosophical themes to his pieces. So he was a he was a big influence, I think, initially. He sort of was the first huge slap in the face of, uh, oh my God, people are doing this, and oh my God, this is amazing, and this kind of cinema is something I've never seen before, and I want to try it and explore it. So. He's one of my influences. Other than that, it's mostly from books, from writers. John Steinbeck, Edward Abbey, they all have sort of themes with the West. The Western is kind of a genre I've been uh, working my way towards, and, and they very much are excellent authors sort of diving into, like I said, internal struggles that people have. And of course, having lived in Montana must have also been an influence to you as far as your interest in uh, Western themes is concerned. Yeah, hugely. I'm absolutely in love with Montana. There's something about it. I don't know, it's like meeting a soulmate. I'm originally from New York and South Florida, so I can't say I'm a country boy, but I did grow up around horses all the time. My dad was an equestrian uh, from the day I was born, so I was always around horses and always in the backwoods and you know of New York and stuff. So when I was in Montana, um, when we moved to Montana, it was like meeting a soulmate. It completely transformed. It was finding home for the first time. So yeah, it did influence me greatly. There's something about the land, the places, the people, the smell um, that is intoxicating to me. It's unlike anything else. And some of your work has also been featured and recognized at various film festivals, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, Western Brothers in particular has done well at festivals. I think the most, one of the most notable ones it was at was a Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, which is a pretty amazing film festival in Montana, which I was very happy about that. My first film here I screened and screened at home. Other than that, it's been sort of been to showcases in Portugal um, at Uframe uh, International Film Festival, as well as showcases in New York, a couple showcases in New York, one of which was at Greek Cultural Center, um, I think, last Sunday. So, uh, yeah, no, they've done well, and hopefully we'll see with the, uh, the new film has been receiving endorsements for um, uh, bigger festivals, so we'll see what happens with that. What are some of your future plans upon completing your film studies here at UT? Do you have any future projects that are planned? Yeah, uh, the film I'm working on right now, it's designed to be a prelude to a larger piece of feature film that I'd like to do when I finish the program here. So the current one I'm working on is sort of the beginnings of the character that basically uh, dominates the film, the feature film that I want to make. So when I get out of here, uh, I think I'll stay in Austin. It's It's a fantastic town uh, to be a filmmaker and I'm very supportive and I have great roots here so far. So I think I'll stick around and I'd love to continue to teach as well. I really enjoy that here at UT. But my goal is to, I'd love to make this feature film. It's going to be a western and this film that I'm, the short film I'm making right now is my thesis, is the prelude to that. It's sort of the birth of the stranger that arrives out west all of a sudden. So it should be fun. Where can our listeners go to watch some of your past films? All my films uh, are on Vimeo. Uh, if you go to www.vimeo.com slash DrewX. And uh, all my videos are there. There's a trailer for the finale. It's not posted publicly in its entirety yet because of festivals. It actually, I should, just, I should mention, uh, the finale just screened a few weeks ago for Cinema East, which was an outdoor um, uh, film festival that was here in Austin over the summer, uh, which was a phenomenal uh, little venue that they had. So, But other, if you missed that, you can definitely see all my films on Vimeo. 
And you also have a personal website as well, if I'm not mistaken, www.bydrewx.com. Yes, that's right, uh, bydrewx.com. Uh, there's more information about the films and myself, and also link, links to the Vimeo, the Vimeo videos as well. And one final piece of trivia before we wrap up for today. This was actually something that came to mind as I was preparing this interview for today. Uh, you actually happen to be the namesake of one of the most famous actors in Greek cinema history uh, by the name of Nikos Xanthopoulos. He starred in almost 50 movies that were filmed in Greece uh, from the late 1950s up until the, the uh, early 1970s, uh, which was a very difficult time for Greece. Nikos Xanthopoulos uh, however was one of the biggest names in Greek cinema at the time so a lot of uh, people that are familiar with Greek cinema from that era will most likely be very familiar with the name Nikos Xanthopoulos so you're Drew Xanthopoulos and you're uh, following in some very big footsteps yeah uh, that's actually also the uh, my, my uncle's name Nikos Xanthopoulos I had no idea about that my family uh, had never mentioned uh, Nikos uh, Xanthopoulos I'm going to have to bring it up with my dad uh, this evening Drew, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be with us here today on Austin Hellenic Radio. Thanks so much, Mike. It was a pleasure. Thank you. That was Drew Xanthopoulos, a student filmmaker here at the University of Texas at Austin.